Hello and welcome back to the TTOT, to Tani Talks OT, the show here on Season 5 where we talk a thought of the day, the TOTD from a pediatric OT to state. Myself being a pediatric occupational therapist by trade, OT of course also standing for overtime, doing it aside from the day job working for the city, and OT also hopefully standing for on target, talking different topics, ideas, suggestions, or the like that could hopefully help you or someone you know. We just, we have just about two or so weeks left to this season, and then we'll wind down and we'll say our goodbye for the summer, big summer hiatus coming up, and then God willing, hopefully we'll come back with the OT perspective. Probably we'll call it something like that, the OTP or whatnot for season six. The OT spin on things in life and different things that come up in life, like we talked about this year. The TOTD on different things in life. Hopefully next year, we'll continue on giving it a little bit of a different name, a little bit of a different spin. So I was thinking about what really helps us to deal with different things. I myself have a lot of stressors, a lot of stimuli and whatnot in life, and sometimes... Sometimes, unfortunately, oftentimes, too often I get angry or upset or dismayed at something that comes in life. And I was feeling very angry the other day at a different point. No particular stress or no particular reason why it came about. It's just something that I myself have to work on for years and years to come, God willing. Hopefully it will go away. As we work on it, I do talk to someone on a weekly basis, and I think it's a wonderful thing for everyone to talk to someone, and it can be very beneficial for any professional to help any person deal with many things in life, but myself, you know, I can't speak to him every day, I only get to speak to him for about 45 minutes a week, but when it comes to different things in life, how can we make sure to de-stress, how could we make sure to calm ourselves down when we see kids, when we see children, when we have sessions and we see that they're starting to get angry, they're starting to get anxious, they're starting to get to the point where you see the rumbling stage. I once took an autism course, a course for autism, and they talked about it with those type of children, but really it applies to all children, especially toddlers. You see the rumbling, you see that they're starting to get agitated, you see they're getting fidgety, a little bit upset. You see there's some babies too and they need to eat and they start getting a little fetchy, a little whiny, a little grumbly and then you reach the point where it's full-blown screaming and there's a point of no return. So it's like a bell curve. It starts like going up the curve, rumble, 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 rumble. The peak is when it goes full out. Like you see it, it's starting to get progressively more and more and more and then you're at the point of no return, full-blown tantrum, full-blown screaming and then they have the calm down, then they have the, the melting down. But we want to try to get nip things in the bud before it gets to the point of no return, before you get to the top of that bell curve before things are all out crazy. So like when I see my baby and I see that she is really getting fidgety, really anxious and really angsty and getting really hungry, she actually eats every two hours, even though other babies that are four months or so eat every three hours. The doctor's like, wow, she eats a lot. We just had the well visit the other day. But when I see that she's getting fidgety, oftentimes, not all the time, of course I'm not perfect, and oftentimes we miss it, but sometimes we do catch it in time and we heat up the bottle in time before the point of no return. And in our life, and in, in, in dealing with kids, and dealing with children in general, or dealing with people in general, you sometimes see them getting really angry, really angry, and then they pass the point of no return, and then we're gone, and then they're gone. So we want to try to nip things in the bud. For myself, when I was feeling very, very mad, for me, or very angry, and we see this with other people, for me, a very well, a very well 
put way of trying to calm those things down, trying to let out the anger, let out the emotion in a, in a proper functional way. Of course, there's not functional ways. You know, there are people that do alcohol that's not functional. There are people that do smoking that's not, that's not functional. People that do hookah and whatnot, not functional. We want it to be in a proper, kosher, wonderful forum to be able to de-stress and, and make sure to calm ourselves down, especially from anger. For me is the guitar. So I am a huge fan of guitar and I kudos to my mom for pushing me to play and start the guitar way back when I was 10, playing now over 24 years, thank God, I'm 34 years old, started at 10, so playing over 24 years and you know, we we have that as a wonderful, wonderful medium and last year when dealing with a lot of stressors with the pandemic and personal stuff in my own life, the guitar was a very big lifeline. It was a very big conduit for me. I basically brought it back to my life. It was always in my life, but it took a backseat burner. Last last year it took a front seat burner. And that's why I got the budget one and hopefully for the better one in the future. But when we use it, when we need things in our lives to be conduits, for me, that's a major way to de-stress, to de-anger, and to decompress. I find playing guitar very, very cathartic. I don't have any other word for it. It's very relaxing and it's very calming down for me. So I was really, really mad, really angry. I, and there was no stress. There was no immediate stimuli or triggers, just a feeling that came on me. It's something that I have to work on my whole life. But, you know, what was I going to do with it? You can't throw things. You can't break things. You can't yell at people. You can't displace your anger on other people. You know, you can't go about un- irrational ways or non-functional ways. There are, of course, many ways that people deal with stress, but we want to be sublimating it. As Freud explained in psychology, I was a psych major in undergraduate at NYU, Yeshiva University. We want it to be a healthy outlook, a healthy outlet. Some people go to the gym, some people run, some people jump, some people swim, some people will punch a punching bag. Those are not things that really apply to me. When I was a kid, bike riding also was very good, but now it's not so realistic. You know, with all the kids and all the jobs and whatnot, it's too hard to do that. But the guitar for me is a very good con do it how could we de-stress how can we decompress some people like massages some people need to go have aromatherapy or light therapy some people garden and they they dig their hands into the earth and they chop at the earth using their strength and their effort to do that there are hundreds of ways to do that you know some people listen to music some people go read a book some people need to go jog whatever you do whatever you can do ways to decompress are really important and for me personally using the guitar is an excellent way to decompress of course at the end of the day a real decompressor for my wife and I watching shows or movies throughout the week and on the sabbath and yom tov reading those books are really good ways to decompress some people do sudoku or crossword puzzles or word finds or find the hidden objects or read the paper whatever works for you is great but in important to realize and to remember when the anger comes when the stress comes when the aggravation comes when the anxiety comes we have to find the way to find a healthy functional way to decompress and to de-stress and for me the conduit is the guitar one of the many conduits in life and listening to music also is a wonderful way of doing so you know people write people draw people color there are many ways to do it there's color by number color by letter especially for adults adult coloring books and whatnot but ways to decompress are really important to think about It'll make life more functional for you, for kids, for those around you. Kids, we can try to beat the curve, beat the point of no return, find ways for them to de-stress, let them go on the swings, let them jump on a trampoline, let them do jumping jacks. Many, many ways to get things involved for kids and for ourselves to make sure that we have a more functional life in our days in many different ways. This has been the TOTD for today here on the TTOT, and I'm your host, Tani.